You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast. Really excited, really grateful, and super, super proud of you for being here and rocking with us today. Seriously, this episode right here, we are diving into all of the Decoding Success Faithful community questions. It is our monthly Q&A. We are finally picking up some steam and some momentum. We are two months in a row. We are going to make sure we are at three months in a row, four, five, six, and so so on months in a row. Really, really love doing these episodes because I really get to engage with all of you, right? The amazing questions that were submitted. First and foremost, shout out to all of you who submitted questions. I cannot wait to answer these. These are super, super honestly just amazing questions. Like on a personal level, I read these and I'm like, wow, like great question. Another one. Wow. Really good question. So We're going to get to that in a second. Now, if you're on the other end of that spectrum and you're asking, where the hell do these individuals even submit these questions? Well, every second week of the month, you need to look on my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and that is where you're able to submit a question. So, like I said, every second week of the month, there will be kind of just the post. Hey, like we're about to do a Q&A episode. Do you have a question? If not, cool. And hey, listen, how about this? If you have a question and don't want it to be public, just DM me. I will happily give you feedback via a voice note or something of that nature. Any way to really convey my insights and experiences to be able to provide you with some more value. So if that's the case too, feel free to reach out to me personally. Would love, love, love to add value to your life any way that I can. And on the topic of value, Outside of the content that we provide here on the show, we partnered with absolutely amazing companies to deliver you even more value. Firstly, we partnered with Gen M. Now, this is for my business owners looking to effectively and affordably scale their marketing efforts. Gen M and Decoding Success teamed up to bring awareness to this amazing platform. It's something that we use at 1B Branding, my branding agency based here in New York City. If you are in the market for scaling, now, if you're a top level executive, you're in the C-suite, you're the business owner, whatever the case is, if you are looking to effectively and affordably scale your marketing efforts through a remote marketing intern, a dedicated, let me say dedicated remote marketing intern, this opportunity is for you. Now to learn more about Gen M, all you have to do is head over to the link in the show notes of this episode. The link is a little funky, so I don't want to say it out loud and have you writing stuff down. So to make it easier for you, we put the link in the show notes of this episode. I highly, highly recommend checking them out. I've absolutely loved my experience with Gen M, which is exactly why we partnered with them to deliver it all to you tuned in. And now if you're not a business owner, I have something for you too. Seriously, we partnered up with Audible. Now Audible is delivering all of our listeners a free audiobook of their choice. You have the opportunity to claim a free audiobook on the Audible platform. Now I've done this myself. I have so many books on Audible and I love optimizing my net time when I'm not listening to podcasts or 
recording podcasts, right? Whenever I have the opportunity to listen and dive into audiobooks, whether I'm on the beach, going for a run, in the gym, in physical therapy, whatever the case is, right? I have the opportunity to bolster my net time and optimize my net time through Audible. And you have that opportunity too. So if you have not claimed your free audiobook of your choice yet, the offer is still on the table. And all you have to do is head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. And to make it easier for you as well, well, we will link that link in the show notes of this episode. Now, the next thing I'm going to do before we dive into these questions, knowing how much freaking value is about to be in this episode, we want to ask you to make sure you're sharing and rating this. All you have to do is just share it with one person. Honestly, just text it over to one person and technology has made it so easy to share episodes and share content on social. It's just honestly like two clicks. All I'm asking you to do is to share this with one individual. If you want to put it on social, you already know that we're going to repost you, uh, retweet you, whatever else they say these days, right? We're going to make sure we do that as well. So on the topic, make sure you share. And if you haven't left us a rating and review, that means the absolute world to us. As we have a goal to hit 200 by the end of 2019, we're almost there. You have the power to help us get to that goal. We would love, 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 love to hear your feedback. We're not asking you to leave a five-star review. If you want to leave one, leave one, depending on how you vibe with this show. Seriously, like anything in between, works too. We just want to hear your genuine feedback as we're looking to hit that 200 mark to continuously improve decoding success. Now, with that said, it is time to dive into the Q&A. Listen, these questions are great, and we're going to kick it off with my guy, Andrew Nuno. Shout out to you, Andrew. He asked, how can someone build a brand as a content creator that stands out from the pack? So, Andrew, what I'm going to do is spin this question a little bit more so it answers yours, but also applies to other people that may not be content creators. Now, the first way that I want to start answering this question is there is no one in the world youer than you. That is the best way to answer this question. And I'll say it again. There is no one in the world youer than you. And that's in fact from the world's most famous doctor. His name is Dr. Seuss. So at the end of the day, man, it comes down to authenticity, being genuine, being yourself, right? It's cool to see what's working in the industry, but you can't just try and mimic everything. It's one thing to quote unquote, imitate to innovate, but that innovation part needs to be your spin on it. So always keep in mind that authenticity is always what's going to make you differentiate yourself from the pack. Now, I have a feeling that deep rooted in this question is something along the lines of getting massive brand exposure, right? I think that's where this question comes from. And Andrew, I'm not saying you specifically, I'm saying in general, when someone asks this type of question, when they want to stand out from the pack, you know, it really comes down to gaining a following. That's what's the deep rooted part of this question. And I think that a lot of people can resonate with exactly what I'm saying. If you're really self-aware and you really know yourself, that's just the truth, right? So it's one thing to remain authentic. And I'm going to add some more to that. You know, it comes down to not getting caught up in the hype. There are people out there that will literally do shit for clout. Now, I'll say that again for the people that may not understand that because I didn't understand that either. <laughs> but seriously, like people will literally just do shit because it's popular. For instance, the trends, right? The trends, literally. How many people are going to like Yeezy sneakers in 50 years from now when Yeezy's no longer around? That's just the reality of it. Maybe he's around. Maybe he'll be 90 something. I really don't know his age. But don't get caught up in the hype of, wow, this is what's really popular. This might, this might work because 
everyone else is doing it. Like that's not what you want to do. You do not want to get caught up in the hype. You want to remain authentic. You want to remain true to yourself. You want to remain true to your core values. You want to be genuine in your approach because once someone senses a fraud, I guarantee you, you will not be able to differentiate yourself from the pack. In fact, people will kick you out of the pack. Now, the next thing is keep showing up, right? You need to remain consistent. A lot of people that want to build a brand and, you know, gain followers or or whatever the case is, you know, they try something and then they just stop, right? Because there's two different types of commitment in this world. There's the commitment saying, I'll try this. And there's the commitment that says, I'll do this. The commitment that says, I'll try this is very relatable to when you want to try and diet and go vegan, or when you want to try and be in the gym five days a week, or when you want to try and learn a new language on Rosetta Stone. And then next thing you know, you're only doing it for a week and then you just stop, right? But then there's the I'll do commitment and the I'll do commitment is always a lot more firm. It's always a lot more committed, literally. That's the best word to use. It's you're a lot more committed when you say I'll do when you tell your parents, I'll take out the trash or when you tell your significant other, I'll pick up dinner. That's you actually doing you're actually doing, you know, that's what it comes down to. It's flipping that switch to commit to the I'll do as opposed to the I'll try. Now, I'm not saying don't try things, but go in it with a different mindset. So we talked about there's no one in the world you are than you. Don't get caught up in the hype. Not getting caught up in the hype. Keep showing up. Be consistent. Measure and set targets. Now, this is super, super important. Listen, this is for everyone, right? You need to have goals of some sort, and you need to measure how close you are getting to those goals, what's working, what's not working, whatever you're putting into practice, whatever you're trying. This is super, super important. And honestly, I have been guilty of this myself. I don't always do this, right? I really don't always do this. And when I started to do this, I realized the change and I realized how much easier it is for me to actually hit targets because instead of trying something for 20 weeks at week 10, I'll identify if it's working or not. And then from there I can pivot, right? And when I pivot, I still stay true to myself. Again, you're, there's no one in the world you were than you. Keep that in mind. Next thing is network, man. Listen, if you want to build a brand, you got to find a way to partner with strategic individuals. How can you continuously expose yourself to new people? Um, how can you continuously get yourself out there in different ways? And it comes down to networking. Who do you know that is trying to do the same thing and you guys could help each other level up or you girls could help each other level up or you girls and guys could help each other level up? You get exactly what I'm saying. I just wanted to make that clear though. Last thing I'm going to say about this is to make sure you're studying, man. Make sure you're studying. Continuously educate yourself at the end of the day there's always new advancements in whatever it is that you're trying to do in life and this isn't just about creating content again Andrew this is just the broader answer to all of this to keep it you know relative to everyone that's tuned in right now man so at the end of the day it really comes down to all of these things there's a lot of factors that go into it but I think this is a great place to start and you know the first thing is to understand that there's no one in this world that's you Literally, there is no one in this world that's you. In fact, we're actually putting out an episode soon on that specific topic. Secondly, don't get caught up in the hype. It's one thing to identify trends, but it's another thing to put your spin on those trends, which is what will ultimately help you remain authentic and own who you truly are as an individual. You got to keep showing up. You got to stay consistent. You got to continuously put yourself out there, continuously show up for yourself, measure and set targets, measure and set goals. It's super, super important 
time to watch the progress as it happens and honestly watch the process as it happens too. Make sure you're networking. Make sure you're continuously educating yourself. But Andrew, I really appreciate you asking that question because I think it's a really, really important one to ask and it's applicable to a lot of lot of people that are tuned into this. Secondly, we got an amazing question from our friend Tiffany Cujo. Tiffany, shout out to you. Your question was, how was it to transition from a content coordinator to building a company or building a branding agency? Now, Tiffany, I'm going to spin that question again, just like I did with Andrews, just to make sure that it's applicable to everyone. And I'm going to spin it in a way that says, how do you transition from having a corporate job to becoming your own boss? That's the best way to put it. And to answer it, number one, it's rewarding and challenging. Seriously, that is the realities of making such a transition. And I'm not trying to scare anyone away from making their that transition in their own life. What I'm trying to do is just keep it real, like keep it 100 with everyone because what we see on the social medias and what we hear and read in these books is honestly almost the opposite where it's just everything's so glorified. Entrepreneurship means you're driving a Lamborghini. Entrepreneurship means you have the hottest wife or the most ripped husband and the best looking kids in the world with the most money and that's honestly just not the truth so I'm just going to stop myself. In fact, entrepreneurship is quite daunting. It means, you know, a, a lot. It means a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of turbulence and there's also a lot of joy. So finding the balance between the two is really, really important. But seriously, anyone that's looking to make that transition, you have to have a good understanding of what you really want to do. Because once you make the jump, once you take that leap of faith, once you, you know, really just try something or, or do something, I should say, in regards to answering Andrew's last question, once you start to do something, you need to make sure that it's what you want to do. Now, oftentimes we won't know if it's what we want to do unless we do it and I totally get that but you really need to have a lot of self-awareness you need to have a lot of understanding of who you truly are and who you want to become in life when you're making this type of transition you also have to prepare for the unknown straight up the separation is in the preparation how can you be prepared for whatever it is you're trying to do how can you be prepared to even leave that job in the first place you need to have finances in place you need to have a plan in place there is so much that really goes into into this transition and if you're going to just take that quote unquote leap of faith without having some sort of preparation for the move that you're making you might end up in some trouble you know and whatever that trouble may be whether that's feeling really down and maybe going into depression or experiencing anxiety worries and fears maybe it's credit card debt which will probably lead to the things that I just mentioned right it's super super important to prepare for the unknown because the unknown exists a lot in entrepreneurship entrepreneurship. Again, what I'm going to stress here is to make sure you have faith in yourself, have faith in divinity, that there's a divine plan for you. And if this move is part of that divine plan, then everything is going to be all right. I truly promise you that. Uh, Understand the realities of your moves, right? We kind of just mentioned that. Be unattached to the outcomes. Do not attach yourself to the outcomes. This is something that I'm personally working on with a coach named Ashton Cantu. I highly, highly suggest reaching out to her. You could find her all over social media. An absolute amazing woman that helped me realize how attached to outcomes I am. Now, why 
do I realize that I'm attached to outcomes at 26 years old in life? Because I very much so look into the future and see everything and manifest everything that I want in life and I get freaking attached to those things. I am attached to having this, that, and the other, yet what I should be attached to is really just falling in love with what I'm doing in life. And it's really hard to be honest, but it's not something that happens overnight and I'm well aware of that as are you. So just make sure that you're not too attached to the outcomes and understand again that the unknown is something that exists very much so in entrepreneurship and making moves just like this. And lastly, I'm going to keep this one super simple. Just keep swimming. Keep swimming. If you know this is what you want in life and you're hitting that turbulence, just know that there is wonderful, wonderful joy ahead. And I can promise you that you have to go through the dark times to realize, you know, that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm going to give you a perfect example, you know, to to be honest, when you set goals, and this is any goal in life, when you set a goal, and you're seeing the bare minimum result, that is not a time to stop and that is not a time to get down on yourself or anything. In fact, the best way to look at this is when Christopher Columbus was coming to America. Now, how did he know there was land ahead? And you gotta think, he didn't have a freaking navigation like we have today, right? This was back in the freaking day. Now, how did Christopher Columbus know that he was about to hit land? He started to see twigs and birds out at sea. Now, you don't see twigs and birds in the middle of the freaking ocean because that bird needs to land somewhere. And if the bird lands in the middle of the ocean, like I'm talking like the middle of the pond between the East Coast and freaking Europe, like it's not really common to see birds out there, right? But the closer you get to land, the more often you'll start to see birds, the more often you'll start to see twigs and seaweeds and things of that nature. So, That's exactly what I mean by saying that, you know, when you start to see little progress, just know that there's light at the other end of the tunnel, like just to keep going. So make sure you keep swimming. So Tiffany, again, I'm going to recap that. First and foremost, it is rewarding and challenging. There is turbulence and joy on this journey. Having a good understanding of what you want to do, who you truly are, is really, really key when you're transitioning from corporate to being an entrepreneur. Prepare for the unknown because you never know what's going to happen as much as you can plan for whatever you have a plan in place you're acting on that plan trust me there will be a curveball thrown your way sometimes you'll even get a knuckleball and that will have your knees quivering i promise you that seriously have faith in yourself and divinity in the divine plan that's really really important religion aside there is a divine plan for you otherwise you wouldn't even be here listening to this episode right now and i can promise you that understand the realities of your move which we kind of talked about be unattached to outcomes be more in love with the process that does not happen overnight but it is something to be aware of and it is most definitely something to work on and lastly make sure you keep swimming so tiffany thank you for that question i really do appreciate it and i know it's going to be of value to a lot of people because that's a great question now next question comes from my guy pat mcgovern pat shout out to you man really appreciate you asking this because this is a really really deep question super super relatable to a lot of people including myself and it made me think wow like Really, really good question. So Pat, you asked, how does one rationalize if they are right where they should be at the moment? I'm gonna repeat that one more time just in case people didn't pick it up with my heavy New York accent. How does one rationalize if they are right where they should be at the moment? Now, Pat, great freaking question, man. Super relatable to a lot of people, including myself. And I'm gonna answer it very simply. You are where you need to be. I could promise you that because if you weren't, you would be in a different spot. 
Seriously, that's that's the best way to look at this, man. You are exactly where you need to be because if you were to be anywhere else in life, you would be there. That's as deep as I can go on that. But I'm going to give you some more insight to this question, really what sparks these types of thoughts from a psychological standpoint and what it comes down to is society. Now, it comes down to us versus society. And basically, we see it all the time, right? We see that you need to be married by 25. You need to have a kid by 28. You're second on the way by 30. You need to be driving a German engineered car that's not a Volkswagen. By the time you're 35, your wife needs to have the same brand, we're going to use Mercedes here, she needs to be driving an ML or the the GL or whatever it is, right? You need to be the CEO of your company or you need to live in this neighborhood or that neighborhood by this time. Listen, man, that's all BS. That's all society. And we're so influenced by society because we're in such an on-demand world where literally everything's at our freaking fingertips and we're so exposed to this that it's really programming our subconscious mind on a really deep level and we don't even notice it. I'm so guilty of this myself, man. Um, Honestly, that's why I think it's such a good question. So what I'm going to ask you are what are your goals? You know, is it to have kids by 32? Is it to have a wife by 30? Is it to be the owner of a gym or whatever the case is? And this is specific to you, Pat, you know, just make sure you know what your goals are. And then once you have those goals in mind, and I'm talking life goals here. I'm not talking finance goals. I'm talking like kind of what you mentioned in the post or in that comment that you left. And again, such a great question. Really grateful to answer this. Once you have those goals in mind or those targets in place, if you're not where you want to be, take action, right? If you want to be married by 30 and you're 27, 28 now, well, maybe you should be on Tinder. Maybe you should be on Hinge. Maybe you should be going out to bars that you've never been to. Maybe you should be hanging out with people you never hung out with. Maybe you should literally identify what the habits and routines are that are in your life that are no longer serving you to get to the place where you want to be because we are literally obsessed with these repetitive habits and routines in our lives, yet they no longer serve us or get us to where we want to be in life and they still remain in our life, right? So when you're able to expose yourself to new experiences, you expose yourself to new happenings or new outcomes per se. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And what I'm going to leave you off with is have faith, trust, and belief. Man, I promise you, you are exactly where you need to be in life and there's nowhere else for you to be except for exactly where you are. Now, like I said, man, just make sure you know your goals, take action if you're not where you wanna be and continue to take action even if you are to keep moving the needle forward day in and day out. Identify those habits and routines that may not be serving you anymore or may not be helping you get to where you wanna be in life. I think that's really important and at the end of the day, man, have faith, trust, and belief in yourself. Really, really important. So Pat, Thank you again for asking that question. Now, the next question, man, I am excited to see this name. It's from my guy, Gus, Gus Guarnier. I hope that's how I pronounce your last name, man. Gus is from G&G Mechanical. It's based in New Jersey. Now, Gus and I met at a speaking engagement when I spoke to the Delaware Valley Business Association, such an amazing group of individuals. I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Really grateful that I was able to meet Gus because Gus is a class act gentleman. And his question today is, how do you juggle a healthy work? life balance. Now, Gus, I ask this question all the time on the show, man, because I'm looking for the answer too, or honestly, not even looking for the answer, but looking for different perspectives in regard to this answer or this question, I should say. And the the way I'm going to start this off is what does balance mean to you? And the reason I ask that is because balance means 
a different thing to everyone at the end of the day, right? What you consider balance may not be balanced to me and vice versa or anyone else that's tuned into this episode right here, right now. Balance is something that is defined by you. You might like to be able to come home, not open your laptop, be able to head out to your back patio, smoke a cigar, drink a cognac, and just chill with your significant other, right? Or me, on the other hand, I want to get home from the office, open my laptop for two hours, eat dinner in the process, go to the gym, do that, like, literally, like, we live different lives, so it's really important for you to identify what balance truly is in your life. This is a question for you. Then the second question you need to to ask yourself after you identify what balance means to you is how can you achieve that balance? Now, I know, Gus, you have a lot going on. You're doing marketing on Sundays or marketing and advertising on Sundays. You're literally getting home and doing more work after you leave the office or whatever your grind is, man. Like, I totally understand and I I give you a lot of credit for doing it because you make a lot of sacrifices as, as an entrepreneur and I think that whenever I can give recognition to another entrepreneur for the sacrifices they're making, I, I definitely want to shed that light. So Gus, shout out to you, man, and any other entrepreneur that's out there making sacrifices. I really do respect and admire the grind, honestly. So how can you achieve that balance? Now, Gus, I'm going to kind of get personal with you, man. I know you're a business owner, right? If you want to have that balance, which it seems to me is not be doing work on Sundays and things of that nature, well, how can you prepare to hire someone so that you could take that off your plate, right? And I'm not trying to shamelessly plug here, but if you need help with marketing and advertising, we partnered with such an amazing company at Gen M that offers literally remote marketing interns that can help you do these things for a relatively cheap price, literally less than $200 per quarter for 10 hours of work a week. Now that 10 hours of work a week for less than $200 per quarter can save you how much time, right? Do the math on that. I think that's super, super important. You need to identify ways. Maybe it's even hiring someone off Fiverr or Upwork or a freelance site to be able to do these types of things. Now, the tricky thing with that is business owners, including myself, we oftentimes don't like other people doing work because we like the way work is done by ourselves, but we need to be able to train and trust other people to do these things so that we can achieve balance in our lives, right? And, you know, on the same topic, I'm not saying, Gus, that this isn't something you're already good at, but identify how you are with time management and prioritizing. And this is kind of tie it in hand in hand. What is it that you do right now that you don't necessarily have to do and someone else can do? I think that's really important for all of us that are tuned in that may own businesses to really identify just to be able to scale, right? Just to be able to grow, just to be able to free up some time for us to do the more important things and prioritize. Like I can't have someone else sit in on this podcast and do exactly what I'm doing because this is decoding success with Matt Labrie. It's not decoding success with XYZ. Like I can't have someone else record these episodes, but what I can do is have someone else post on my Facebook and say, hey, we're doing a Q&A episode. Does anyone have questions? I can have someone else put those questions together so that I'm able to answer them when I sit down with my little piece of paper that you could probably hear in the background, right? So all of these things are prioritized, and I think that would be a really helpful choice. And wow, I kind of just spoiled the next part of what I was about to say, but I think that would be really helpful in... I 
you know, really bolstering this process to help you achieve what you define as balance. And lastly, I wasn't going to mention this because the episode isn't out yet, but we had such an amazing woman hop on this show and I asked her a very similar question. And her response was that, and I'm not going to spoil her name either. I need people to check this out when it comes out. But what she mentioned was work-life choices. And that's exactly what we have. We have the power of choice on our side. And when you think about it, you got personally just because I know the situation you you vented about it on on the post and I appreciate you giving me all those details you know Gus for you you have the ability which is a blessing and I know you mentioned you're blessed so I do want to point that out you have the blessing of having to do work on Sunday right for marketing and advertising whether that's for your newsletter which I signed up for make sure you sign up for my guy Gus's newsletter you know what it comes down to is you have the choice to do that or you have the choice to go to the, the golf course right there there are choices in life but there are also repercussions in life so if you don't find ways to achieve your definition of balance when it comes to family time, your family may get pissed at you down the line when you just keep choosing work, 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 you know, so it's really important to identify these things. And Gus, I appreciate this question, man. So to recap it, understand what balance means to you. It means something different to everyone. So seriously, dive down or deep dive into what balance or ideally would look like for you in life at this point of your life, right? It's going to adapt. It's going to change over time. Now, Secondly, how can you achieve that? What can you do to prepare to hire someone or hire a team or just prioritize and bolster your time management skills? I think that's really important. Maybe you need to wake up at 5 a.m. to be able to do different things like this. There's a whole lot of options here and I hope that this little rant is able to give you some ideas that you're able to spin personally and everyone else that's tuned in that can relate to this question. And lastly, man, choices, choices, work-life choices. Make sure everyone's on the lookout for that episode. So it should be out in a couple of weeks, if not one or two weeks. I don't really know off the top of my head. Now, Gus, again, thank you for that question. I appreciate it. Last question that we're going to get to here today because we've been ranting for quite some time. I actually can't even tell how long we've been going, but it looks like it's been about 30 minutes. Now, Corey, man, I appreciate you. My guy, Corey Warfield from Shed Wool. Make sure you're checking out Corey on LinkedIn. Make sure you're checking out Shed Wool as well, especially if you own a restaurant or something of that nature. He has an amazing, amazing tool that could help you save a lot of money. So definitely check that out. Corey asked a bunch of questions. So Corey, what I did for you was literally... Put your three questions in a hat and pull out one. And the one that came out is, how do you overcome writer's block? And honestly, I've been there so many times. And I have not only been there when it comes to writer's block. I've had worker's block. Like, literally, I have work to do. And I'm just, like, blocked mentally. And I got, like, this mental fog. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So if you can relate to that, you definitely want to listen into what I have to say here. So I want to flip this a little bit. I don't necessarily want to talk about writer's block. I want to talk about any block. Any block in life. I think there is two different states that we operate in, and there's probably more, but the two that I'm going to focus on here is number one, a flow state where things are just freaking flowing. How good does it feel when you are in a flow state and shit's just happening for you? Like literally like your, your fingers are oiled and you're snapping your finger and they're snapping perfectly, or you have a little sweat on your fingers and it's, it's just an, a nice snap. That's what operating in a flow state is like. But on the other end, 
end of that spectrum is what I call a force state, literally operating with force and literally forcing yourself to do things, which is never, ever, ever what I would suggest. In fact, it does not turn out for the good. It doesn't. And no matter what it is, you know, when you're forcing and forcing and forcing, shit happens and shit hits the fan in ways that you're just like, damn, like, why, why did I force that? That's from my personal perspective. So what I have to say is that we need to find ways to continuously operate from things other than the brain. Now, that sounds a little crazy when I say it and I'm, I'm hearing myself say it. And I don't want to sound corny by saying this, but we need to operate from the heart more than we need to operate from the brain. Of course, the brain is where our information is stored and shit like that. But here's what I'm getting at. When you are operating or doing work for something you're passionate about, when you're doing work for something that you love to do and you just love this particular type of project or, or whatnot, whatever the case is, we find ourselves operating in more of a flow state than a force state. But I'll give an example. I personally do not like selling. I don't like selling. So that's why I have a sales team here at 1B Branding. So when I was doing the sales myself, I was operating from a force state and that force state prolonged every project we had going on, literally, because it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to do, even though I wanted to love it, because I do sell on a daily basis, I have to sell the girl to go out with me on a date, I have to sell this or that one to be able to, you get what I'm saying, right, like, we're always selling, it's a part of who we are, I had to sell Damon John to give me a job, right, all of these things are are super, super important to understand, now, when we operate from the heart, it's a little bit different, man, it's a little bit different, and we flow a lot easier than when we're just forcing from the brain like oh I'm freaking Jimmy Neutron I have this um, immense amount of knowledge like I'm operating from this state I could do it all I could crush it all the next thing you know your projects are prolonged because you're forcing and it may not even seem like you're forcing it just comes down to really identifying what state you're operating in now on top of that how do I break out of that force state I think that's a whole other question embedded within this one and it's gonna sound so corny and cliche but I absolutely love to get out. I love, love to get out, get out of the office, get out of the house. And, you know, not all the time can you go to the freaking mountains or or go away to uh, on a vacation. So what are the short term ways to, to get away? For me, it's literally going to the park in my neighborhood and walking around the park. Like I literally love that. And I'll plug my headphones in. I won't take my phone with me. I'll have my Apple watch. I'll just play some music very lightly, just kind of zoning out to my own thoughts and letting things run through my mind. Sometimes if no one's around, I don't care how crazy I sound for saying this, I'll even speak to myself, put a voice, uh, like a note recorder, a voice recorder on, and I'll just speak to myself and let things out. Because oftentimes that fog comes about because we literally just have so much going on on our damn minds, and we don't always give ourselves the opportunity to disconnect. And I think that's the word that I'm looking for here. On top of getting out in nature, it really comes down to disconnecting. And I'm not just saying disconnecting from work, but how about you disconnect from reality for a little bit? How about you disconnect from the phone? and the technology. I think that's something that I've been practicing a lot in 2019 
is not carrying my phone with me on Sundays at all. I'll go do my, my Sunday routine and I won't have my phone on me. I'll have my wallet and I'll have my watch. That's all I really need. I don't need my phone. And what that's done for me is give me momentum going into the week. Now, if you can find ways to disconnect, ground yourself, live in the present moment, experience nature, do things that are fun for you, I think that helps prevent blockages from happening. And honestly, man, like I can go on for days with this question, but I feel like I I definitely hit some key points and some key actionable steps that will help all of us tuned in right now avoid blocks. And if we do hit a block, be able to get out of it and defog our mind because that mind definitely does get foggy. So Corey, man, to sum this up, you know, I flipped that question around from how do you overcome writer's block to how do you overcome any block? Because like I said, I experience blockages not only when I'm writing content, but also when I'm writing or doing anything. I shouldn't even say writing. Just when I'm doing anything, it, like it, it comes up. Sometimes I'm reading a book and I realize like, wow, I'm, I'm having a block and my mind is wandering, right? That, that happens, man. So what state are you operating from, right? Are you operating from a state of flow or are you operating from a state of force? Now, if you are operating from that force state, you're mainly using your brain to operate, but you need to find ways to operate with your heart. Do the things that you love. Do the things that you're passionate about. As corny as that sounds, it's true. It's really true, in my perspective at least. And lastly, man, just make sure we're all disconnecting. And Corey, I'm not just saying this to you, man. I hope I'm answering your question. I'm saying this for everyone that experiences blocks. Make sure we're disconnecting. Ground ourselves. Experience nature. Those things that we love. I think that's really, really important. So again, Corey, thank you for that question. And again, I want to shout out everyone that asked a question. So Andrew Nuno, I appreciate you. Tiffany Cujo, I appreciate you. Pat McGovern, Gus Guarneri, Corey Warfield, appreciate you guys, man. And listen, if you want to ask a question, All you have to do is make sure you're on the lookout for our social media posts the second week of the month. We do these episodes the third week of the month, so gives us some time to really marinate on the questions and think about how we're going to answer them. So everyone, thank you again for tuning in. Really grateful you're here. Really excited that you were able to share these questions or learn from the insights and experiences that I was able to use to answer these questions. If this resonated with you, I'm going to ask you again to make sure you're sharing it with just one person. That would mean the absolute world to us to help get the word out there about this, man. This is some good stuff right here. And I'm not saying because I'm the one answering it, but because I've learned this stuff from literally so many amazing, successful individuals. The people that hop on this show, Damon John, a whole bunch of other people, man. And this is really, really great stuff. So again, just make sure you're sharing this with one person. That means the absolute world to us. If you have not yet, leave a rating and review for this show, specifically if you're tuned in from Apple or iTunes, whatever the case is there, we would really, really appreciate that as well. Now, until next time, everyone, be blessed. Peace.